0: Good evening and thank you for joining us on the ESBC podcast, Horse Racing True Crimes. Josh and I are going to mix things up a little bit tonight, and he asked me to kind of take the lead. So bear with me as I do something that he makes look very easy, but in fact is not. So, Coach Mike, you're starting off tonight. Every time we start a podcast, we always talk about it's very similar to a business meeting. And a business meeting has usually two things you want to start off with that is a purpose and an outcome and the purpose of our podcast honestly is to not only talk about why we believe in the capitalist system but also to educate and to teach people things about for example the behind the scenes issues regarding things like true crime in horse racing it's replete with true crime and we've been over this the last few weeks Everything from the Bob Baffert, I really call it a debacle. It's a shame. And you watch all the things that are going on with Jorge Navarro and uh, Jason Service and all the killing of people like Barry and Honey Sherman who were in their own right, very wealthy veterinarians who were killed because somehow through the Stronich family and through connections with apparently the Clintons, they're dead. And so our purpose is to educate you to let you understand that if you've ever seen the movie, the wizard of Oz, there's a part of the movie where they pull back that curtain and the guy over there with all the levers making all the noise, says, pay no attention, to that man behind the curtain, Josh and I are here to have you pay real close attention to everybody behind that curtain. Cause that's where the problems come. That's where the quote, unquote systemic racism, which is really systemic corruption comes from. Now, what would be a good outcome for our business meeting? Well, The purpose is to make us money, all of us, to generate money, okay? Because without money, we can't really live life. So one of the outcomes of these particular business meetings is to create a dialogue and create an interest where you're helping us grow these podcasts because it's interesting. It's entertaining. It's informative. And frankly, it's useful. You can take the stuff that we're talking about tonight and say, are you guys telling me if I follow your plan that you're gonna make money on horse sports betting, let's say, yes, 500% ROI and better. Why? Because we do a lot of the work that takes the due diligence to get to the results. And that's the key we're gonna talk about tonight is results. Maybe many of you know, years ago, you used to have to win a trophy. You were in a sporting event, you had to win a trophy. Today, somehow everybody gets a trophy because they get a trophy why because they participated name me one sport where you get a trophy for participating i can't i i always talk about golf because i tell you to josh and you listeners and viewers golf taught me a lot of life lessons one you have to be honest can't lie if you hit the golf ball off the tee and you hit it out of bounds this is a penalty stroke you're hitting the third shot you play baseball you play hockey you play soccer you run track play basketball you play football in the nfl Do you all get a trophy? No. So why are we making our society get trophies? Because people participate. This is one of the fallacies of composition. And Josh, I'm going to turn this over to you in a minute, but just let you guys know the reason we're doing this is because A, we're passionate people, and B, as we get older, for some reason, this is actually fun sharing with viewers and listeners what we've learned over the years and what we apply on a regular basis. Now, Josh is a very wise, very intelligent young man, couple of master's degrees, English literature background, probably one of the smartest guys I know. And we have a saying around here and that says, if you're the smartest, strongest guy in the room, you could be in the wrong room. You probably are. So tonight I'm happy to turn this back over to Josh. Thank you for letting me start off. I hope I didn't blow it too bad. Josh, no, no, it you it's, it's
1: perfect. I lost my voice, so... Uh... Mike Prestonisci, again, man, he is reliable. And we've done this for a while. And what we're doing is we're giving you information you do not get. Fox News, OAN, CNN, uh, Richard Maddow. None of these people gives you this information. Mm-hmm. And you need this information. Uh, COVID-19 has exploited that, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And Uh, Also, the money, we'll talk about tonight, about the amount of money involved, all right? Uh, We'll talk about um, a guy by the name of Sowelta, and he made over $17 million as a trainer, and he doesn't train horses. How does that happen, right? How does that happen, so? Horse racing, true crime. So when we're talking about a murder 50 years ago, we're you're telling, you're telling all the characters in place. Each podcast builds on the other podcast. Uh, we're telling a story. And now we know that the fox is in charge of the hen house. Mm-hmm. And we know that horse racing boards have been a complete failure, right? And both the right and the left have both failed in their responsibilities, right? Uh, We'll start off the bat. bat. Uh, Underlying philosophy of capitalism. Bernie Sanders had an interview with Phil Donahue, 1982. I encourage everybody to look at it online. And what he said was that, you know, I love Bernie Sanders, don't get me wrong. Bernie from Brooklyn, he's done a, a lot with less. And the man doesn't give up, right? However, uh, he's trying to say now he's a democratic socialist. But he sympathizes with Fidel Castro, which as you can see left the public hungry, but had a billion and a half uh, life insurance policy. Money saved that He gave to his family when he died. Communism, socialism has never worked. And we've never been a pure democracy. We've always been 60% capitalism of democracy. And uh, 40% socialists. And you get into what we talked about, selective prosecution. And these guys enjoyed selective prosecution, except they were not aware of your surroundings. Basic. We talk about the basic laws of life that you can't violate or you will eventually pay a price and then pay a very, very heavy price. Yeah. Then when you look at the money involved and how stupid these guys are, whatever, I don't, at everybody listening to the podcast, if you're working for a company, go on money ask your boss for the raise and, and tell them, hey, the money's there. The money, This is the richest country in the whole wide world. Right? And the reason why uh deficits don't matter because we have the secure banking system in the world. And people deposit their money here. All right. So there's there's a ton of money. And this is a true crime podcast. So what we do is we look at mistakes that we see in the true crime genre. And we correct them here. Give you all the the episode notes. Um, we're working on them now, and we're gonna have uh, articles based on the transcripts and Unfortunately, well, I did go to the Porner Institute of Media Studies. Uh, I was taught by Dan Rather and John Chancellor. So I've been forced to come up with my journalism shops because there's no journalism out there. Nobody's giving or attempting to give both sides of the story. We're all, uh, we're all biased. But the guy C span was great. He was a conservative guy, but he never knew it. Because he attempted to give both sides of the story. And that's what we do here. We give you in depth. Each podcast builds on the other. And we teach you life lessons. We give you mental health, first aid kit. We're in a mental health crisis. We give you financial lessons, first aid kit. But we give you practical information so you can pay your rent. We get we got two, we got two winners in the, uh, in the triple crown races. The, the Belmont say, Mike Pertanese, told you about by So this the three winners in every triple count race. 500% and we're getting ready for football season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, NBA finals, I'm six and two, which is close to 80%, 52.5% break even. So if you follow my Twitter, you're making a ton of money on the NBA finals. We're giving you practical information you can take today and make money now that 42 states have now legalized sports Bank. And something to note, right, every single civilized society uh, over the last 3,000 years has had some form of legalized gambling. Now mm-hmm. the United States is legalized gambling, but uh, we're, we're 60% capitalist, 40% Socialist China's a hundred percent corrupt dictatorship, they'll fight within each other, masquerading as communists. But they have Macau and they have legalized uh, gambling and stock market. It's the same thing, probability theory, right? It only goes up to 80 percent, so it's always a 20 percent luck factor that the people don't look at, right. So that's why I feel this is the greatest podcast of all time, because we take common sense. Common sense is information. You do not need a specialized degree to process. And since Mike Percanese and I have been on this earth successful, got successful businesses, got successful relationships. So we've been on earth, he's 69, I'm 50, It's 119 years. You've been married 40 years, I've been married 18, we've got 68 years of marriage, successful business. But what's important is we're sharing the information with you because what Bernie Sanders said to Phil Donahue was that the reason capitalism does not work is people cannot collaborate. And that's myth, people collaborate all the time. There's trillions of dollars in business relationships, uh, joint ventures, People collaborate all the time. We're social creatures. So, communism, socialism, is work. That's why, what's going on in Cuba? What's going on in Cuba is that communism doesn't work. And the journals and the people at the top are scamming money and all the leadership. The president of Cuba isn't in Cuba. He's in Spain. He got the Pfizer vaccine. The public got a fake vaccine. They, they say it's 99% effective. Nothing more than a placebo because communism, communists don't know the price of things right mm. that's a, that's a big problem they don't know the price of things mm. and uh the cream always rises to the top so people that know the black market generals right who know how to rally the troops to do international drug trades with a durum protein in venezuela uh, How just sell it oh uh cuba solved lung cancer right and we talk about racing boards, how failed the racing boards. Cuba saw lung cancer. They, they cured 90% of the lung cancer. So what happens? The generals sell that information for themselves. Uh, Cuba gave the information, the scientists did, the government didn't. It was very illegal what they did. Uh, scientists in Cuba gave the information to Rutgers University scientists here, and they have the vaccine for lung cancer. Now, Cuban vaccine is 90%, one here is 50%. Watered down, but people paid off the FDA. Because if you cure 90% cancers, it's up to $20 billion the pharmaceutical industry loses. So when the naive human scientist was doing a lecture at Rutgers, the president of Europe, Rutgers was horrified. And he got called the uh, federal marshals and the FBI to protect the Cuban scientists because they thought they would be victims of a corporate hit. So you're saying what? Corporations kill people like the mafia and get away with it because they have a lot of money. Mm. Right? Selective prosecution. When there's $50 billion involved, you will get killed. And you say, well, that's against the law. Doesn't matter. Selective prosecution. Justice and the law are distant cousins. And that's the information you don't get anywhere else. And hey, To be honest, the information I give on the sports betting podcast in here, you're getting an MBA for more, but better, more valuable. People pay $100,000 a year to go to Warren. You're getting a better education here. Listening to the podcast, that have two MBAs. Clients worth $50 million and above, right? Uh, and we we're very fortunate looking good. And the difference is we share the information. We make liars out of communists, or a guy like Bernie Sanders who says, uh, capitalists can't collaborate. He's collaborating. Yeah. He's he's making deals with Republicans in the Senate on infrastructure. So he himself is
0: disproving his own theory by collaborating with Republicans in the Senate. We should talk about this for a moment, Josh, in terms of collaborating. It doesn't mean I agree with you on every point. Well, you don't like you, right, for business. I don't like you, or I don't even think I can necessarily work with you until we get to the table and we start talking about the facts, the data, the numbers, the dollars you start looking at where all them fit in this little jigsaw puzzle. Right. You're someone saying, well, you're a Republican, you're an idiot, you can't, I can't really collaborate with you. Why? Because I'm a Republican, is that what you're saying? So you're now judging the way I collaborate based on a letter behind my name or my political affiliation? Well, yes, that's what happens. And so then the media says, yeah, Republicans, they hate people, they hate blacks, they hate brown, they hate yellow, they're all killers. We, we need to teach critical race theory in our schools so that we can hate more white people because they're the problem. What have you just done? You've killed collaboration, you've destroyed it. There's no way you're going to collaborate with somebody or negotiate. You can't, you're not allowed to the table. Like we had, to, we talked a couple, three weeks ago. You can't even disagree with someone anymore. You can't disagree with someone in public. They'll call the police, they'll call somebody. They'll well, get it. well, the biggest problem, too, on uh, both sides, both Democrats and Republicans, they're not.
1: Explaining things in detail, okay? Yes. yes. Uh, critical race theory. What is critical race theory? Uh, what is supposed to be? It's like the Civil Rights Movement. started with Martin Luther King, right? And whatever movement it is, the uh, Civil Rights Movement, women's movement, any movement, it starts off good, and then you get opportunists who come in hijack it, mm-hmm. and mess the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. Started Martin was the king, and now we got Al Sharpton. All right? So critical race theory should be, and I got the book back here, Howard Zinn, The History of the United States. Mm-hmm. And we're doing this on a podcast. We're getting information, common sense information, um, public records, right? That everybody should know, but for whatever reason, politicians are doing it right now exploiting a critical race theory on both sides of the aisle. They're overgeneralizing and not getting to relevant statistics. So what critical race theory is, is explaining uh, Black Wall Street. Black Black Wall Street wasn't taught in schools. It was a massacre in uh, Tulsa in uh, the 20s. It was a horrible event. It should be in all college and high school textbooks. However, the leap shouldn't be made that there were some angry people, disenfranchised people, some jerks in Tulsa in the 20s, right? You can't extrapolate that to say uh, white people are evil. That's the problem. As a teacher, you can't see that. Right, you're supposed to say both sides of the story. You could say, "Hey, some people will extrapolate that it's too systemic uh, racism," mm-hmm. but it wasn't because a lot of white people got arrested in that mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a isolated incident, right? Mm-hmm. And there's still no excuse now. Now, both sides are wrong. Uh, white cops shouldn't get money from white supremacist groups. Shoot black guys. That's wrong. But, right, uh, black lives matter, but also black lives matter in a drug deal that you guys are killing each other. They matter too. And you equally need to come out strong saying, why are all these black people killing each other? Why? This is a big problem here. And uh, Mike, Chris, and that we, we got a lot of things going but maybe something we can work on, uh, especially here in Southern California no reason why beauty supply companies and beauty stores and uh, and uh, beauticians in Black communities should be from other races. That's something easy to fix. You can go to barber school, you can go to beautician school. We'll, Mike, Christine, and I will charge you a front, We'll charge you a, we'll a percent for business consulting so you can open up your barber shop or your beauty shop or your beauty supply store. You know, there's no reason. You got free education. You can go to these schools. You, you can go to SCORE. There's all kinds of resources for this to happen. Why, why is not it happen? And uh, it goes to the breakdown of society. And you say, well, what does that have to do with horse racing? These are the people going to the track. The regulation part is why horse racing boards have completely failed in both sides of yeah And then, uh, we can talk to this, right? Uh, Trump came out with, he put it in the COVID bill. It's not really Trump, some people, some horse racing act. Mm-hmm. And again, when you're a Republican, you have to know the underlying philosophy. Jared Kirshner and Ivanka didn't know it. And it is that solutions come from the private sector. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why if we come to this podcast, the horse racing boards should not exist and should not use uh, public money. The shortages, the Queen of England knows its horses, the King of uh, Dubai, all these people, come up with your own board and let the market decide. If you're chain ranchers, the market will tell you that. People won't go to track. Remember, like I said in the beginning, 3,000 years, every single civilized society has some form of wager. Really, it's investing. It's using probability theory, if you're thinking the right way. We just live in the richest country of the world where you can make a lot of mistakes. And still, because this is the richest country ever
0: existed, in the head. and still come up that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that happened with, when you're talking about a school teacher, and I go back to, I was born in 1952. So when we went to school, teachers taught and they also taught things like discipline josh you didn't speak up in mrs bird's class you were told to sit down and be quiet or you're going to the principal's office right mr hubbard's math class he was there to teach you math if you couldn't sit still or keep your mouth shut you went to the principal's office and i'm unfortunately, i went there many times because i couldn't get it but i did happen it's
1: funny it's funny my 86 year old dad came to this and something dawned on. I've never had an argument with my dad, right? Because he told you something. If you disagree, you get hit with a frying pan. You <laughs> get smacked across the head as a kid. So you didn't disagree, whatever you had. And, you know, and it was the results. My mom was the result, hey? Uh, you got to go out there, 15, 16 years old, and come up with a catering. Oh, you want a bike for high school? Well, come, I, I already bought it for you. I have three companies. Go sell something. <laughs> Right, I already did a uh, bonded license insurance. I uh, got it all set up. Yeah, Go yeah. sell something. Go do something. And if you don't, you don't get the bike. I'm yeah. not, I wasn't entitled to a bike and I ended up buying a car instead of a bike. Awesome. Uh, you know, selling, right? And because back to uh, these trainers, these people. And it's the mafia. The mafia, Penn National, believe. Spiking the horses was uh, Burel, yeah, right, which is a, a steroid used by the Russians in the Olympics and and uh, Michael and stuff. She gets two weeks maximum security, spiked horse. They're spending a bunch of people in jail, still got to run all the uh, triple ground races and beaters, go, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. It's because these folks feel it's been very important for you to know, right? uh Everybody's listening. You're living in a civil child town like Lake Forest that I live in that has uh, $90 million in revenue, zero, not a mask to the uh, nurses because they're stealing your money. The, all these people, we talked about Scott boys, like all these people on these horse racing boards. Govern, Government has never solved anything. Ask uh, Venezuela, ask Cuba, right? They're stealing your money. The horse racing boards are stealing... Millions of dollars it should be back for goods and services for it. Child is a big problem, right? So the kids factor used to be sixty bucks a month. So it's now six hundred. And we outlined last week a fraudulent lawsuit, ADA lawsuit. With what a city councilman, he should go to jail. But this is happening all over the country. It is because you are asleep. And the same thing is happening with the horse racing. Now, I'm going to break down Del Mar, you know, get those races on Twitter. But when I'm making money on these races, I understand that the horse racing board is 100% corrupt. When I look at what the horses, the jockeys, the owners, and what's going on, and we're going to make money on it. We're not putting a moral judgment on it. Hmm. This is business, and that's, that's what goes, goes down in life.
0: Let me add a, a caveat here, Josh. I hope our viewers and listeners just picked up on a little secret you shared with them. You factor in that corruption. You, exactly. you look at the numbers and you say, "Okay, this is a Baffert horse. It's going to be spiked. Is it going to win? Going off at twelve to one? Uh, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet my money on a twelve to one Baffert spiked horse. Guess what? Bingo! You go to the win window because you won. Did we factor in the corruption? Yes, yes, we did. It happens. And I, I well, don't...
1: look at it, right, Howard Charlie, five kids that went to Brown Ivy League school, Doug O'Neill's kids. They're from San Diego, home court advance. So now I know that Doug O'Neill, and look at these races, but the big race that's that Doug O'Neill has a home court advantage in Del Mar. Those Del Mar people. Mm-hmm. Now Doug O'Neill hasn't been caught or he's doing things cleanly. These dirty idiots made $17 million. How much is Dylan Neal worth, $100 million? He's the guy to go, he's the guy with the premium horses, he knows what he's doing, right? This is practical stuff for you to make money people, right? And we're extrapolating it because we're smart and successful people, but the difference between us and 99% of people is that we're willing to share and we care about good journalists, which is both sides. Teachers used to say both sides of the story. One people think that uh, the Civil War was about slavery. Other people think it's states right. Once you study, once you do independent study and come up with an answer. That's right. Do right. your research.
0: You don't oh. try, you're not a. You're, not, you, you're yes. an educator, not indoctrinating. Josh, here's a perfect example. We used to teach our kids, listen, you you have to think. We, Mom and dad want to teach you how to think. Now, are we going to teach you some of the what to think? Of course, by our biases, our prejudices, our faith, our worldview, of course. But at some point in time, you, you launch the birdie out of the nest. Why? So it can fly away, right? And the whole idea for our viewers and listeners is we're trying to give you information and data and facts that if you use it, you can launch your birdies out of the nest successfully. And it's just amazing to me, talking about business a minute ago, you know that I I was talking to a guy the other day about starting his own business and he has this wild convoluted idea. I said, listen, you need a business card that you can print on your own. You need a a computer, an email address and you go get a business license for $35. You're in business. Well, this this is the other thing too.
1: That's it. Which which people don't get. It doesn't matter if you have your own business or work for someone or whatever. You're already in business. You are a corporation. You Mm -hmm. have a balance sheet. It has taxes in it. And you have your status. (laughs) And you're a commodity when it comes to uh, your your Social Security as far as your credit score. Mm -hmm. Uh, What you're worth, what you can do. You're already a business. And you have... What we call human capital, and social capital. How many friends do you, do you have? How mm-hmm. many enemies do you have? Yeah. Real friends in life you get fake friends and true enemies. All right, you are already in business. Now the difference is how much of that business are you
0: codifying? Are you aware? Of, are you aware of your surroundings? You monetizing.
1: All right, it's your city council stealing all that money, all that cares money, all the stuff, and funneling into their buddy. And they're like the Cuban generals where the, you're not getting anything. You're, you're struggling with childcare It should be free because you paid it. This is the other thing people don't get. You are forced to pay tax. Poor people are forced to pay tax. And both Republicans and Democrats have agreed on a tax code yeah. where rich people, I do tax communication all the time, rich people do not pay taxes. People who pay taxes are middle class poor people. So you paid for this and some idiot on your city council or county board is filling your money to their friends and nobody's getting anything. Research from Michigan. It goes on. It gets, it's going on all over the country and people, now with the pandemic people are paying attention but now what they need to do is understand the difference between selective prosecution and justice and say, hey, uh, w- go to the budget and say, hey, where's this money? It's, it's like Forest are doing outrageous things because people aren't paying attention. Only me and some other people are paying attention. And they, when I put something, it's crazy. I don't have an official role in Lake Forest, but the last five to 10 things I put out there, they immediately change because I, I do my research and they're afraid. Because what I'm calling out is the tip of the iceberg. I don't know what's behind me. To have this fear to do about faces and change things, people making hundreds of thousands of dollars, shows you the level of corruption that's everywhere. Right? The economists, right, so we talk about horse racing true crime. That now when we look at stories and murders from 50 years ago, we know that there's been no real regulation. This has been run by the mafia they run by corporate guys that want to be in the mafia that are extremely self-interested to the point where they don't care about anybody at all. And even family members because they're drunk with an enormous amount of money and then you go power and all kinds of different um, things going on, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to profile Michael Marcus Suelta. You know, your opinion. He's in an indictment, and he made $17 million as a horse trainer. He's not a horse trainer. He made $17 million. a perfect example of the issue of money doesn't mean you're smart. The reason he's in the indictment was that George Mark calls him on the phone, committing a major felony, wanting a PAD for a horse. He said, no problem, will FedEx it. So he's part of the manufacturing of the dogs, putting them together. Sophisticated. The only the who are dead, right? This is horse racing through crime can actually do. Flown to Pennsylvania, right? Penn National, Linda Rice, or whatever her name is, uh, over there in Belmont to t- Brutal which is it. If I get caught with Brutal t- they put me in jail. Mm-hmm. She gets caught spiking horses with it. She gets a two week suspension, right? Not on Two week vacation. Pin National, again, is run by the mafia. Uh, Barstool Sports, uh, Steve Wynn, right? Uh, he got kicked out of, he was a fancier for the party, got kicked out. You read about the casino that he's doing in uh, Boston, where they're doing mafia activities again. Yeah. And it's known, right? Mafia is not legal, in a sense, because it's elected prosecutor. In the enormous amount of money and this is the richest country in the world we got a 26 trillion with a t real estate market. we have a 16 trillion dollar stock market everybody in the world has to deposit their money in american banks because no bank no other country other than you know your denmark your canada mm-hmm. switzerland They can't keep their hand at the cookie jar. They will steal the money. Communists, uh, socialists, capitalists, doesn't matter. They're gonna steal the money. Mexico, the banking system sucks, right? Because it's insecure. The one time they had a a surplus, they stole the money. Mexico, Canada didn't, US didn't. Now, those countries, right, are predominantly white. It means African countries can't take their hands to education. Am I being racist? No. Th- those are facts. You know, in, in the episode, you we know, talk about what facts are. Something you can prove to be true in direct evidence, video, doc- contemporary documentation, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, this guy, and I made money doing this, right? Because when you go to a the company, there's four people. There's your champion, uh, there's one person that can be influenced. It's one person that wants to see if you're on top, they're breaking their heads to see what car you you drove into the place, mm-hmm. whether you're in shape. And it has nothing to do with the deal where you can write value there. Oh, you're a good looking guy and you're in shape. That's how they make their decisions. And then there's mm-hmm. one person who's dead set against. It could be racist. They hate Cubans, uh, they're hard asses, they want their buddy to get the deal, right? And there's no excuses. You either sell to that person or you're homeless. So you have to measure people and find out what their triggers are. That's why 60% of business is psychological. So Suelta so is a Spaniard guy who thinks he knows everything. Those people are racist. Spanish are racist. Spain was the last country to give up uh, slavery. Mm. He thinks mm. he knows everything. He thinks he was above the law. This was sophisticated, right? So you get PADs, they can't be traced. Right? So Swalta thought he was smarter than everybody, uh, was getting all this product from the shroomages. And then before it got to the shroomage pharmacy in Ocala, Florida, Marion County, Florida. Mary County, Florida has the highest rate of AIDS and poverty in the country. Not a place you want to go to, but that's where the shroudages in the mafia, uh, the Gambino family, bad boys farms. Uh, John Gotti Jr., right? They have a farm in Ocala, California. So, this, uh, Benny Honey Sherman have a horse racing pharmacy. So, they switched the labels for the PDs. And this is what Sorrell said. He hopes it disappears. He knows nothing about horses. Now, what is your opinion on that? So, this guy's over arrogant. So, what do you do? You're going to me telling him how smart he is, uh, you know, how this and that's going, uh, you feed into his arrogance, right, and talk. start talking about the king of Spain, because he's in America, right, and he's making all his money, $17 million, uh, has this arrogance about him, but he's hanging out with George Navarro of people, yeah. right, every profile, every podcast built on you, so that's how you sell, and you make money off Seralta. You feed into his ego. You feed into his arrogance. And he's the type of guy you only do business with once. Right? Right. He thinks he knows everything. He's racist. He's Spaniard. He's So what's your opinion? He's in indictment. Marco Seralta.
0: Well, I think you hit the nail on the head when you talked about one thing. When you know, and this comes from people doing their homework, Josh, doing your due diligence, you do a little research, you spend some time before you contact somebody. And I've lived this in this little trough, so I'll explain how it works for me. If I get a call from someone or a referral from someone about, let's say the ADA business, ADA, American Disabilities Act, disabled, handicapped, whatever. Before I contact that person, I do a little research and I find out as much as I can about them, are they an attorney? Are they a business owner? Are they from Southern California? Are they from back east? And I have a little bit of information before I call them. And I, when I call them, if I'm going to call a Puerto Suelta, I'll say, "Hey, by the way, how's uh, Real Madrid doing?" Huh? Right. right. Talking about soccer for the next 15 minutes, and we are instantly buds. Why? I'm not. I didn't criticize him. I didn't condemn him. I don't care about his wife and nine kids and four mistresses. I'm talking about Real Madrid soccer, and he's probably a diehard fan. If I talk about Mallorca, Spain, it's one of the most beautiful places on the planet. He's going to say, oh, Mallorca, you know, I have a place there, blah, blah, blah. What are we doing, Josh? We're we're getting them off their game for a moment to say something like, so, Marcus, uh, I'm so-and-so, blah, blah, here's what I have to offer. How can I be of benefit or service to you? Oh, Miguel, thank you. You know, I think we can do business together. They'll say that. I say, okay, tell me what what kind of uh, procedure do I have to follow? What are the steps? What do I have to do? The one, two, three, the ABC. And they tell you. And the first time you do it, the first time you do it, maybe you don't do it again. You will learn very quickly. This is their system. This is how it works. Now, when you get that money from the first transaction, you shouldn't go wash your hands. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably filthy. <laughs> well, that's the other thing too. I've gotten deals by uh, blowing
1: out the competition. Uh, yeah, I went in and I started asking people, the receptionist, the janitor. They'll tell you everything you need to know about the executives. Yeah, and in one company, they're like, "You're the only one who's done the research before talking to so and so to find who's who." And the person that was completely against me, trying to shut me down, couldn't do it because the whole company was like, "Whoa, Josh's on the ball," and again, right? It's in life, there's 40% against you. There's 40% for you. And 20% just wants to see if you're a top. The fact that I was doing my research, talking to people at the company, finding out who's who, what do they like, what the dislikes are, they go there every day. And some people are willing to talk to people excerpts experts. Yeah, yeah. And it was a blow. So yeah, you got to give it to Josh because Josh knows what's going on. He's, he's going to hit the wrong brain. He's at, the other guys just come in and then leave. They do the pitch. And they leave. I don't do pitches anymore. I don't sell anymore. Right. You know, you either get it or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. But that's how you make money off that guy. And that's the guy who made 17 million dollars in the industry. What? He was stupid enough to ask for a PV on the phone. There's no privacy. Everybody's listening to you. You just know such thing as text, email. Back to go to old school. You need to you really need a carrier person. That's the only thing the government isn't moderate. And we'll close with this, right? Mm-hmm. This Horse Racing Act and this statement is uh, wrong on many different levels, right? So they have a, we know now, we know that we is sad, but it's coming down to Mike Richanese and myself, you the thing, you have to preserve capitalism and you have to preserve democracy because that is what works. The other stuff hasn't worked. And I don't see it ever working. So when your board county board wants to appoint someone because uh somebody retired and there's ele- no have an election do it online have an election do democracy mm. because this is the other problem right we were talking about the part uh tea party and mistakes the tea party made they made a lot of mistakes I mean, and uh, Mike Richards, said, what's the top one? But one mistake they made is, and Millie talked about it, and the general talked about it, the military have an oath to the Constitution, which is a piece of paper. You have an oath to the Constitution, what's written, and we have a Supreme Court that decides. And we have legislatures that makes laws. Mm-hmm. Every single city council, and that's it. I got a city council meetings in Tampa, New Orleans, Austin, Texas, Boston, New York, every time I lived there because my parents came from Cuba and my dad was put in a concentration camp. And I really valued democracy. This is the only place where my family could have been as successful as it Hmm. has been. My Hmm. mom came to the United States with nothing and left this earth with $11 million of assets. There's no other country in the world that would have allowed her to do that. So that's why I participate. And I've seen erosion in it because of the trillion dollars I just talked about. They yeah. you know they sell to the it's still lots of developers because there's 26 trillion dollars law, right? It's about self-interest, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, racism is mitigated by just that some people are just a holes they're jerks, they're they right. they're mean to their own family. So Horse racing boards should be private. There's no mm-hmm. taxpayer money that should go towards it at all. Yeah, I mean. you, get, you get the indictment, through proof of that. The deaths of so many horses through that. And then nonprofits are corrupt, too. PETA uh, didn't need a genius lawyer or whatever to. Understand that this Marcus Sorrelta, this arrogant jerk, not a veterinarian, calls himself a horse trader, and makes $17 million. It's clear today he's spiking horses. Mm. I wish I would have paid attention to horse trading more. Oh, that's a Sorrelta horse? Oh, okay. I oh, would have made a ton of money just researching the man. Yeah. Yeah. He thinks he got away with it so long. He thinks he's smart, but they weren't aware of the surroundings. They didn't pick up a newspaper to save their lives. They're just thinking about what next cruise are going on. So Trump, the biggest mistake Trump made is not surrounding himself with enough good people, uh, offloading a lot too much to Jared Kushner. Now Jared and Vaka Turning on because they have no loyalty. Right? Uh, they're not cool people like the you know, people we grew up with. You can count your real friends on your hand, but I've been fortunate looking good that all my real friends are loyal. And I'm just, I'm loyal to them. You want a friend, be a friend. Uh, sure. So, you know, he needed to put no buybacks because the extra money, the tax cuts, right? So it was going to raise the deficit and does it rather that is for you to reinvest in your company to create jobs, is not to pocket it, to through buybacks. Yeah. And who, who's, who does buybacks? Nancy Pelosi. She admitted it. She had to admit it. She does buybacks. Unfortunately, Trump needed to do his own research. Uh, Mnuchin knew it and laid it out. They didn't pay attention to Mnuchin. The smartest guy in the Trump administration was Mnuchin. I believe that. And should have said, hey, no buybacks. Yeah. Because we have to be capitalists, not be Cuban generals and pocket the money. I won this election, I gave you a tax cut, but it's for you to execute
0: capitalism. Well, that's true. That's true. Right. I think so, he did that. I think he I think, but the other thing I think Trump didn't do, he didn't keep people around him long enough to say, I don't agree with you, Donald. I right. don't agree with you. And you can't just say, then get out of my office. That's not collaboration, that's dictatorship. Right that's why people think that donald trump was like hitler now trump i don't think ever killed anybody's life so let's get that on the table okay hitler killed millions of people he was a monster he was a demon right from the pit of hell to compare him to trump is like seriously people this is why you and i try to break things down and say look let's back up the bread truck a step or two let's talk about facts and data okay regardless of what politicians do i don't see trump as a politician he's a business guy okay He should have had some people in his corner. He's a real
1: estate business guy.
0: He's a real estate business guy. And that's a whole different universe. That's like you said, what, $27 trillion industry. That's a lot of money. More than the software. And that's a lot of interest in a lot of different businesses. Okay. And a lot of people could benefit and do benefit from that. One thing you said, I want to back up on one thing about uh, Marcos Zeralta. Okay. You're a smart guy, but you're too smart for your own britches. An old expression. You befriend a guy named Jorge Navarro. Jorge Navarro is a fancy-talking New Yorker, and he's a horse trainer, so you want to learn, quote-unquote, from Jorge Navarro. What are you learning? You're learning the tricks of your own demise. You, you, you hitched your wagon to the wrong group guy. I, he should have said, Jorge, so how are you doing? Jorge would say, well, you know, I'm under indictment. I might be going to prison for life, but I'm doing okay. I got a lot of money. That should have been a red flag for Zerato. Well, he should
1: have gone out because what Zerato did yeah. was distribute yeah. fake drugs to fake horses.
0: Drugs, fake BEDs, right. And the FedEx him across state lines. Now you're talking about a lot of laws that come into play, Josh. You're going to go to jail for a lot of years. I don't care what country you're in. They're going to find you. Well, yeah. he
1: said he was a trainer. wasn't a trainer. That's where PETA comes in. They do the research. Yeah. This yeah. guy didn't know in training. He didn't train, he doesn't run horses. He has to be making so much money as a trainer. Now he's owning barns in Florida with horses. And they're winning all these races. You don't have to be a genius to figure it out. We've seen this video before, haven't we? Right. Have we
0: seen the show before? It looks yeah. like.
1: So, Trump comes up with this law. He puts it in the CARES Act about policing horses because all these horses are down. Peter should be doing it, but he's doing it because he wants to, whatever. The horse racing, integrity, inter- inter- and safety, right? Okay. So, you, you have to abide by the Constitution just for the sake of not having chaos. You disagree with the constitution, petition, state legislators, they're all paid off. You might get a chance to listen to somebody because they make so much money, they're, they're uh, packing it in, all these lobbyists and stuff. They lose the an election and they care to become lobbyists. And it's about policing powers, right? Big mistake, and it's, a big, it, it's not being conservative. True. Coming, trying the government to solve a solution and get police powers the other thing is, these horse racing boards are not elected. So oh. it says in the Constitution that if you are going to, uh, unless you're a cop, right, or in the military, if you're going to uh, make a decision or tax dollars, you must be elected. Elected. This is democracy. So Louisiana, these are all conservative states. They are corrupt, and they're violating... The conservatism, they espouse. Rhinos, right? right? Republicans in name early So let's read a quote from it and get your reaction. Well, this is the uh, Attorney General of Louisiana, which, remember, uh, Louisiana is home of Long, uh, who said, hey, there's $3 coming in. Two I'm putting in my pocket. One I'm giving to you. My opponent is going to take all three. So why vote? for a crook you don't know when you can vote for a crook you know and Eddie Edwards recently was a donorship from jail very very corrupt state I uh, went to see councilman in New Orleans and he said boy let me know what I can do for you complete mafia stuff right so he's the attorney general the corrupt attorney general from the state of Louisiana well I believe that horses should be treated humanely all right so He's in many, they failed. They've gotten horses killed. They let Bob Baffert, George Mark. All these people run in uh, pre-Kentucky Derby races in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And they got a bunch of horses killed. Totally corrupt system. Mm -hmm. Uh, Betters were disenfranchised who weren't naive. I think everything's great, right? Uh, The economists did a study on 115 countries to find out which was most corrupt. They found that all of them are corrupt. All of them. All of them are oh. corrupt, right? All right? So, horse racing should be held to the highest degree of integrity. Come on, what, what world is this? I know that much more bureaucracy and overreaching and a feed them is not the way to achieve this goal. So, he's admitting that he's violating his own principle and he's not being a Republican, which is supposed to be over there in Louisiana. We uh-huh. shall continue our legislative decade long delegation of police powers. Or, industry to the Louisiana State Racing Commission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Knowledgeable participants who have collected significant fees and taxes, or statutes and regulations concerning the health and safety of equine v- athletes in their industry participants throughout Louisiana. The state of Louisiana joins Oklahoma Republican, West Virginia Republican racing commissions in the United States. Uh, throtting Association, Handover Shoe Farms, Oklahoma Quaker Horse Racing Association, come on, and Fair Meadows, Rennington Park, Will Rogers Downs, as plaintiffs plain, challenging the H-I-S-A. So Trump did, did something good. But he has the power. He has the bullet point, too. He can pull it off. And he knows people who can write checks the whole racing boards all over the country and find a private solution to the problem. Tax should has nothing to do with this. And PETA, the whole board, everybody in PETA should resign and get some people who really care about animals to do something. Right? And to get rid of the chaos, you got to stay true to your principles, not pay out. And the reason that these Republican Attorney Generals are being 100% corrupt is because of the money and the payouts are getting. Remember, this guy we talked about today, idiot on the phone talking about PEDs, right? Over the phone, which knows can be tapped. And maybe because the FBI had been paid off to this point, that the deal was still intact, all bets are off. When Jared Kirsten is trying to make friends with the Saudi government, you bring a
0: spike course over there, you're, you're toast. What is your reaction, my Kirshner's? <laughs> when you say the number 17 million to our viewers and listeners, how many people can say, I've never even seen that much money in my life. Right. I don't even know how much that money is. That, that is a number beyond almost my wildest imagination. Okay, now juxtapose that to a guy who is, well, let's pick on Zeralta for a minute, okay? He's a Spaniard, he's wealthy, he came from some sense of entitlement, some arrogance, some playboy, whatever. And he says, I don't really work, I work people. I work my deals, I work my magic, I work my charisma. Okay, and he says, I like horses, I like fast cars, women and horses, okay? He meets somehow... Jorge Navarro. And he says, I'm, I got a maid in the shade. I can do whatever I want to do. And he starts. Well, he named Navarro because
1: Navarro actually trained horses. Like he trained horses? He horse? didn't. He, that's he right. just he did. knows how to distribution. He knows how to do deals with, uh, with Spain, right? Because remember, you have to get drugs that are not FDA approved. So they're approved by Spain and Canada. Uh, and who who are we doing candy with?
0: Oh gosh, uh, Churches, huh? horse farts. Too. Yeah, but, but okay. So back to that point about Spain. So Jorge Navarro is of Hispanic descent of some kind. He speaks Spanish only. So he finds out that Zoralto is from Spain. All of a sudden, you've got the Spanish language going on. Hey, you know, here's what we do. Here's how we work. I can help you become successful as a trainer. Great. Now that means now, uh, Marco Zorilto doesn't have to work listen carefully, doesn't have to work, doesn't have to earn it, he says, I'm going to jump on the coattails of this guy, do what he says, follow his rules, and I'll make money.
1: Yeah, and this is the other
0: covered denominator, right?
1: And and again, we go back to common sense. They're smart and everybody else is stupid.
0: Mm -hmm. That's right. There, There is a condescension there that says, I know more than God man about everything, okay? And if I don't, I'll find somebody to funnel that into me and I'll just make it my own. Well, here's the problem, Josh. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how much you know. If you have not been around horses then and you don't know about horses, you're not gonna learn about horses. You're gonna learn by watching and you may pick up a few things. You can go to the racetrack and bet on horses. You know anything about horses. You know about betting because you went to the window and bought a ticket. And so, another, another thing too about crime.
1: I remember in uh, my mid to late 20s. People know who I am. So this guy from high school, he said he was doing funny business. And, and he was doing funny business with a cop and he was dating that cop. And I told him, listen, yeah, you know, relationships go south. Mm-hmm. she will turn on you in a second once the relationship goes south goes back to uh, don't commit two crimes, you're doing full of business you're dating a cop and you're doing full business with a cop don't cheat her don't <laughs> do two don't do two crimes at the same time right, so don't go to international waters, and in the interview he had been doing it in Dubai,
0: in Dubai. You know,
1: and he thought he could be, he was so smart that he was gonna fool everybody. But we grew up with the same, it's a cliche. You can fool most of the people most of the time, but you can't fool everybody all of the time. Okay. And when the FBI who've been covering for you, we've been paid for years through mafia activities, same people see when everybody really pays off, they will turn on you when they have to, right? There was a lot of heat on the FBI. A lot of people got fired in the FBI over the whole Russia thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And then you got to throw in uh, the pandemic and that uh, Jared Kirshner was building a relationship with uh, the Saudi Arabian government and those guys. They kind of sort of connected. They're both entitled rich people. never invented anything. Born on third base think they hit a triple. And they were trying to do things that have already been happened for years. Israel has always had back channel relationship with their enemies. They can't say it in front right, because that's business. I have to I have to check my emails when I send mass email because if some person sees that the other person's on the email, they'll try to kill each other. They'll be like, Josh, you know where he is, then go kill him. That's just life. It's just right. 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 The FBI wasn't going to turn a blind eye forever, and there's a lot of evidence because they already had. Him. But there's too much money involved; they were probably getting paid. You said, "Oh, you think the FBI is getting paid?" Yeah, look at uh, Wally Berger. You know, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Peter Struck. You know, and uh, Seth Rich getting killed. If you told me that the FBI killed Seth Rich. I would not doubt it. Did they? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just telling you uh, the facts, public facts, as I see them, right? There's always 100 uh, federal judges who go to jail every year. You're saying a federal judge, a guy with a robot, oath to the Constitution, making a ton of money, going to jail and prosecuting every single year.
0: That's reality. Read the newspaper for yourself. Uh, Because, okay, let's get down to the very basic common denominator. They're human beings. And we as human beings are tempted every day with all the pleasures, all the goodies, all the trappings. Let's be honest, Josh. You and I have been down this road before. People have come to us, beware of people bearing gifts, right? Right. To be discerning. And sometimes. In my early years, I said yes to things I probably should have said no to. It took me a few years to figure that out. It cost me a few thousand dollars. Cost me some attorney's fees. Guess what? I figured it out. And so for our viewers and listeners, if, you, if you're if you involved with people and you don't know them, or you don't know people that know them, guess what? Stop. Okay. Well, okay. well this is the thing, too. I,
1: I've been in situations where I've gotten out of it, not because I was completely innocent, or whatever, that was irrelevant. It's because who I knew, Charlie Chris, who was go- Republican governor of Florida, now it's a Democratic congressman. No, figures. he told me, he told me, great lawyers, good lawyers know the law. Great, uh, great lawyers know the judge, right? And he got at me, a Jam, that was innocent, but it was because I knew Charlie Chris and uh, I went to college with one of the guys that worked for them, and they did things that, you know, really taught me about life. Hmm. the Justice and the, and the law and what's right, whatever, it's, it's all the relevant. This is good. Justice and the law are distant cousins. At best. At, at best. So, we're going to use all this knowledge, and on Twitter, I'm going to post my pics for Delmar this weekend, final words, Mike Christianese, and then what we're going to do is we're going to do a bonus golf podcast after ah, this. Uh-huh. All right. So well, I, uh, I, final I, words, and I'll let you do the Churchill. Say uh, my voice.
0: Okay. So I think the, the if I were watching or listening to this podcast tonight, I would be sitting there probably taking a few notes and saying, my takeaway tonight is be very skeptical of people you're about to do business with. And I think that's a very fair, very accurate caveat. Do you do delicious? Do you do? It doesn't mean you hate them. It doesn't mean you despise them. It doesn't mean you necessarily disagree with a lot of things or do. It just means you have, there's a scripture that says, be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. Okay, what does that mean? I'm not completely certain, but I think it means you have to have the wisdom Okay, why is this serpent? Have you ever watched the wisdom of a serpent? It serpentines, it snakes. It gets to places you know how they got there. Gentle as a dove. What does a dove do? It flies and just lands lightly. I don't know what all that means, but I know this. You need to use your brains and not your brawn more often.
1: And do your research. I've thrown in this because it triggered this. Uh, A couple of times it happened too often, where there's a dispute between owners, I get involved because we have to get forensic accountants. We got to this and that. And I go to the guy. Oh, to, so, you know, uh, in 30 years in business, I've only seen two partnerships work. And I've seen like four or five murders.
0: Hmm.
1: And one of them were, one of them was the dominant, the other one was more submissive. But partnerships sort of work because uh, the other guy's dad funded bankrupt the I go in there, okay, so you've done business with the guy uh, you gave this guy a couple million dollars, give him $5 million, $10 million. I'll be more than happy to help you. Yeah, just what you got to pay as a down payment. And send me the background report you did when you did the deal. Oh, I didn't do a background. You mean you gave this guy $5 million and you didn't check his background report? <laughs> yes. You didn't check his criminal record, public records? Oh, uh, That's another 10 grand. That's right. charge people. Charge 10 grand for reason. You're saying, hey, it took you 20 minutes to do. It. it doesn't matter. The fact that I did it, you can process it. That's why this is a such a great true crime horse reading podcast wow but nice. life lessons. Do your research because nice. you'd be shocked. Just because somebody has a lot of money doesn't mean they're smart. Or do your due diligence. You don't even have to be cynical. Just connect no. the dots. Do the proper form. Do your
0: research. Don't yeah. marry somebody without doing well, backgrounds. I've said before for years, Josh, I, I'm a simple guy. Mr. Hand questions who, what, when, where, why, how much, how many. Just start looking, okay? And that's honestly, if you will follow that simple formula, you'll find yourself many more times way ahead of people than you ever thought before. Yeah, Watch. two restaurants mm-hmm. are
1: finding each other. And I found out that uh, the guy had been sued by two other guys he had been owners with throughout the years. Huh. Oh, that's an easy settlement for us. Well, not sure. easy. You still have to prove evidence. It's relatively simple. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, but do your research. It's amazing by doing the basics, not being lazy, how much money you can make in the richest country in the world. All right. Make sure to easy. George, uh,
0: Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. He said we make a living By what we earn, but we make a life by what we give. Thank you for watching the ESBC podcast.